Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Everybody, welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomaville. And joining us as always is the Sports Outsider, Mr. 1 in 14 himself, Phil Ranta. Why am I 1 in 14? I win every episode. You don't watch one sports. In 14 men do not uh Oh, I get it. Now. Don't even don't even follow sports. Yeah, well, that's okay because instead of following sports, I follow really important issues. Like what? Uh new iPhones that are coming out. That's like once every 2 years. Yeah. I don't do a lot. <laughs> Spend a lot of time just hanging. Yeah. It's like when you go on dating profiles on like OkCupid or something, and it says like, what do you like to do for fun? And they're like, I like to hang out with my friends, and I like to watch TV. It's like, you're a boring person. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. I would I would never I saw be your profile. Honest. You used your name to fill out just some of the space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was like, things I like to do on the weekends, and you put like hanging out, watching TV. Phil, I'm Phil. Yeah. It's pretty silly. And then sometimes I just put the date afterwards because I'm just used to it from all of those assignments I had to do in high school. People just, all they do though is they look at the pictures and then they see what TV shows they watch. That's true. That's pretty much it. And frankly, that's all you need. Yeah, right? Everyone's a dick. As long so as you can't as, find nice as long people. As you, Everyone's boring. As long yeah. as you want to bang each other and you're going to have your TV schedules line up, that's a relationship. In the modern in this age, day and age, that's... that works better than so many other things. Yeah. Especially now with DVR, Netflix, right? Hulu. Yeah. Video game commenters on YouTube. Do you watch video game commenters on YouTube? They're really funny. Friends? Some oh, of them are really funny. No, Phil. But do you watch them with your female companion? Female? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I'm Joel. <laughs> Easy, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tim Tebow update watch update. <laughs> Tim Tebow update watch update. Brought to you by Mentos. Feel the rush in your mouth. In your mouth. The man your mouth. In your mouth. Your mouth. <laughs> we'll, we'll write more of that for next time. They should. They should put the boombox over the head, and then yeah. they should. And then, like, bad breath will be inside the window looking out. That is. That is really great song yeah it's a great sketch peter gabriel hugely underrated yeah mind, but H- hugely underrated mentos pinch man <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's yep. he's hugely upper- underrated in that capacity wait too. who's the this about <laughs> yeah three I minutes of the episode we haven't said a forgot. thing about sports oh tim tebow okay oh, great. back to tebow yeah. oh big uh big quarterback opening headed into the final three weeks of nfl play tebow gonna come back leave somebody into the playoffs win a bunch of games tim tebow gives a fan a piece of cake semicolon might as well be jesus <laughs> it's a good human interest piece so this still doesn't appear like football's on the horizon for mr tebow tim tebow gives a fan a piece of cake semicolon might as well be jesus <laughs> yeah uh the the fan got the cake but did they eat it too this is an incredibly earnest news story hey, from okay. the Christian Post. Quick, uh, so, so I'm going like to need everyone to dial down their cynicism. Quick okay. question. Did he give the fan a piece of cake and was the fan then like, oh, but I have these hundreds of people here with me. And then was, Jesus, was, was, was Tim Tebow just sort of like, hey, you'll all have enough cake 
don't worry about it. And they started eating the cake, and they're like, oh, my God, it's a miracle. We all have enough cake. Oh, yeah. man. And then there was... I had be- that joke in one sentence, and you told it in four. <laughs> Damn it! Perfect. <laughs> oh, man. Do, yeah. do yours anyway. Yeah. I'm sorry. Tim Tebow recently uh, brought a fan a piece of cake during one of his SEC Network segments, and now that fan is speaking out about how the Christian athlete's actions are inspiring her faith in Jesus Christ. There we wow. go. Wow. Either that or his abs. Mackenzie Hoskins waited for over 24 hours to meet Tebow in Knoxville, Tennessee, where Tebow was covering a recent uh, University of Tennessee football game. There, Hoskins was given a piece of cake from Tebow, who also autographed the sign she created for him. Aw, that's nice. There has to be more to this story. I would hope so. Who just has cake with them at the ready to give to people? Oh, yeah. Good point. The answer is chosen ones. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Tebow, like Jesus, had a small piece of cake, but also had the ability to share the, that cake with as many people as were there. Oh, that was a very more, efficient was a way very to tell that joke. delivery of that joke. Yeah. It's also possible it was someone on the crew's birthday, and Tebow has a food allergy that prevented him from eating it. Could it have been devil's food cake? Uh-oh. A no-no for Tebow. Right. While she opted to freeze the cake instead of eating it, Hoskins let it be known that Tebow's Christian faith made the dessert more meaningful to her. Jesus Christ. Honestly, he could have brought me a piece of grass or a cotton ball, and I would have reacted the exact same way. It didn't matter what he could have brought me. I would have still put it in the freezer. Me thinks Mackenzie, young Mackenzie, is having some very unchristian-like feelings about Tim Tebow, uh, but she's not sure how to channel those. I think she's having impure and, thoughts. And... And instead, she's freezing pieces of cake oh, and talking about have Jesus. sex with the cake. Mm, Here, here's nice. the thing. I feel like she's <laughs> she's not. But if she did, it would improve her life drastically because she would discover things that she probably needs yeah. to discover. She would. That would be her losing her virginity. Tim Tebow update watch update. Tim Tebow update watch update brought to you by... Mentos, feel the rush in your mouth. Uh, Ironically, his mouth did not rush at the end there. No. Nope. So. What is uh, it's on the show? Who's on the show? Who's on uh, the show? Who's on the show? With we have a enthusiasm, guest. Jordan. Who's yeah. on? We have Sitting sh- right out right now. Sitting. Come on. You know that guy. It's Skinner McAllister. Skinner McAllister. I've never seen Skinner McAllister. Leonard, no, legendary winter extreme athlete. I saw the guy in the, in the lobby in the green room yeah. with ski boots on. That's Skinner McAllister. What's he doing with ski boots? You're going to ruin You're not supposed to walk in those. Well, he, That's I how you mean, ruin he is, he, everything he does is to the extreme. Yeah. He's Dan Cortez incarnate. He is the greatest. Just in case he's got to ski out of here, he's going to be ready. I used to have a poster of him in my bedroom that I got from Sports Illustrated Kids. Oh. It was one of those center tearouts. Oh, this the is one of those The only reason guys. why I read that one issue, I hated sports, but I knew Skinner and McAllister was going to be in it, and I'm like, I want to live that much on the edge. He's I, had 65 uh, surgeries since that picture. Yeah. And did you know that he's the first person to successfully pull off an 8,000-degree rotation on a snowboard? Wait, they said it couldn't be done. It like was. Inception. And he So many it. rotations that you, you have to do math to figure out how many times he went around. Skinner and McAllister's here, you guys. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm not that into extreme sports, but I love people who are into extreme sports. Okay, then you're going to be, this is going to be quite a treat for you. <laughs> do we have a weird sportsman as well? Yeah, you're goddamn right we do. And but it's not Skinner and McAllister. It'll no. be a different weird sportsman. No, dude's yeah. not weird. Yeah, he's awesome. What about news, news, news? Yeah, we got that too. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. 
Ryan Leaf released from prison. Oh. Uh-oh. Subheadline, NFL comeback to follow? That uh, seems about as likely as Tim Tebow at this Backslash point. Backslash lowercase s. For, I'm not sure. I, that's for sarcasm when you're posting on the uh, boards. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and go on record as saying that I think Indianapolis made the right choice in going with Peyton Manning over Ryan yes, Leaf. Yes. Uh, you know, obviously a lot of controversy at the time. And I'm gonna, I'm just gonna stick my opinion right out there and let people take the pot shots. Ryan they want. Beef hashtag athlete food pun. <laughs> Leaf was released from prison in Montana on Wednesday and placed under the supervision of the Great Falls Probation and Parole, a Montana state official told the Great Falls Tribune. Leaf's page on the Montana Department of Corrections site also confirmed this report. His page on the Montana Department of Corrections site. Huh. It's sort of like Facebook, but for when you're in jail and you can't use it, only people not in jail can use it. And really, all it shares about you is your status. But not status like at the gym, status like in jail or not in jail. Like Monopoly. Two statuses. Yeah, yeah two statuses. That's what it shares. You're in jail or you're paying the man. It has, that's right. what, did, what did he do in Montana? Oh, don't, oh, don't worry. <laughs> Leaf was sentenced uh, to five years in prison stemming from a 2012 case in which he was arrested twice in one weekend for breaking into homes in Great Falls and stealing prescription drugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was sentenced to a treatment center, but was sent to prison less than eight months after that when he allegedly threatened a program staffer and, quote, violated conditions of his treatment plan. Boy, Jordan, I got to tell you, it sounds like since the moment when he was being considered from the high, for the Heisman, his life has really taken a great fall. Because <laughs> that's the name of the town yeah, where yeah. he's being held. Oh, I was trying to put it. That to get, I missed that, and I was thinking he, like, he used to be high and fly. Leaves, leaves are falling. No, because because he, he he used to be you know looking like he was going to be a great quarterback, and now he's not. Oh, he lost I, all of his money. I would have thought it might have been a Humpty Dumpty reference. I would, I just I will say that was the year hurts. the Heisman candidates. I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. Three of them were uh, 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 floral, flora based. Oh, really? Yeah, Charles Woodson. Yep. Mm. You had Ryan Leaf. Yep. You had Randy Moss. Oh, really, right. and then Peyton Manning, of course, was the other person who kind of ruins the thing. Oh, I see. But it was a very, it was a very uh, flora centric. He could have been. He could have changed his name to Peyton Banyan Tree. Ooh, yep. hashtag athlete plant puns. There we go. <laughs> athlete botanicals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he violated the conditions of his treatment plan, which I'm assuming means popping pills and threatening a program staffer, which he yeah. did. So hard to say which one it was, but it doesn't really matter because got caught. Yeah. It was first they were like rehab, and then at rehab he fucking like you know threw like a fucking nerd up against the thing. Get our pills. Yeah, and they're like, okay, for real, you have to go to jail now. Fair. <laughs> we tried to not send you to jail. Um, so he spent about two years in prison, just a year shy of tying the same amount of time he spent in the NFL. Hmm. Leaf was yeah. drafted number two overall for the Great Falls con- Correctional Facility Cell Block D football team after Joseph Harrison, the largest <laughs> scariest man there. He went number one overall. Yikes. Yeah. However, while wardens and prisoners do not agree on much, because they're wardens and prisoners. Right. No. They, it's cats and dogs. Right. It's a classic. Most surveyed believe that Leaf showed a poor attitude and even worse gameplay. Cell Block D went 0-4 in their short season, mm. 
losing to every other cell block once and getting literally raped by the other team twice. <laughs> literally? They were literally, literally raped yeah. in the middle of the game? Yeah, at the end of it. Wow. Yeah. What a celebration. In the same way that well, Ryan... Well, celebration for half of them. The other yeah. half, not as much. Same way that Ryan Leaf kind of raped the Chargers with his poor play. Right, but this was literal rape. Yeah. Right. Prisoners raped other prisoners. So mu- much worse than On that. a football field, the wardens, again, kind of agreed to disagree. They kind oh. of just turned So I back. don't really need oh, a metaphor God, there. that's yeah. awful. Yeah. That's prison. The I'm minute... Not... <laughs> I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, I'm no. sorry. No, no. What do you got? Nope. Sure. You yeah. Know, okay. Cutting people off comes with a. I was going to go into a huge five-minute diatribe about the horrible, abysmal state of our prison system, overcrowding and the like. But then you were going to go into a joke, and I'm like, yeah, it's probably not the time or the place for me to say that. <laughs> you sure? Yep. I don't know. I don't want a John Stewart on you. Can you contextualize it? Uh, really, 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 really. Uh, yeah. Tightly. Okay. Here we go. I'm going to go. This is my five-minute diatribe, really quickly. Okay. Uh, stop treating people like shit. We're all people. Well, that was very nice, Phil. Thanks. The Minnesota Wilds' parents were bad about getting them vaccinated. Oh. Minnesota Wild defenseman Ryan Suter has been the latest player on the team to come down with the mumps. Are you serious? A disease about which little is known because we're all vaccinated now and we don't get the mumps. Not Jenny McCarthy's kids. (laughs) Or at least the first one. Sutter's streak of 153 straight games played plus 18 in the playoffs ended Wednesday with his absence against Montreal because he had the mumps. And the best way to prevent the mumps is by getting the measles, mumps, rubella vaccine when you're like fucking five. Yeah, I don't even remember getting what mine. What the fuck? The MMR. Everyone gets it when yeah. you go to school. Yeah. How about you? The team doctor feels pretty sheepish <laughs> about this. Yeah. From here on out, they're always going to be like, are you sure everybody got their MMR vaccine? And yeah, he's going to be like, do I need to ask again about tetanus? <laughs> we yeah. play a very violent sport with yeah. metal on our feet. Tell me now if you're not up to date on your tetanus. <laughs> Suter is the fifth wild p- player who was apparently raised by wild animals <laughs> because all five have been stricken by the mumps this season. What? The virus has caused absences ranging from two to eight games from Keith Ballard, Jonas Bruden, Christian Follon, and Marco Scandella. Ooh. Oh, you know what I think the problem is? And What's I saw that? this a few weeks ago. You know who they hired as head athletic trainer for the Minnesota Wild? Who's that? It was Jenny McCarthy. Thanks for oh, ruining hockey, do Jenny McCarthy. <laughs> no, do it. right? Yeah. Okay, joining us now on the show, and it's a bummer that Phil's getting burritos because he's, he's one of the only athletes Phil has heard of. Uh, the one, the only... Skinner McAllister. Wow! What's going on, everybody? Skinner McAllister. Hey there, Skinner McAllister. Hey, guys, where's my biggest fan, Phil Ranter? Oh, Phil is out getting burritos. He's been sending me a letter every day since he was four years old. Skinner. Really? He's he's a big fan. Every day. And you read your fan mail. Yeah, I read all my fan mail. Oh, yeah. I love all my fans almost as much as I love catching some sweet gnaw during the wintertime. So you like extreme sports, specifically winter? Oh, I love summer extreme sports. Like, uh, I like to ride on the backs of sharks while whipping them with the bullwhip. Okay. I like to skydive by throwing a parachute out 30 seconds before I jump and then trying to catch up with it. Super dangerous. Oh, man, like in the movies. In the movies, they do. Still alive. 
Is the trick being super aerodynamic to catch up with it? Like you got to make yourself into a bullet. <laughs> make yourself into a sky bullet going right down. All right. Well, uh, speaking of uh, the 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 NAR here at the, the yeah. moment, yeah, uh, been a lot of heavy snow lately. Heavy snow on the eastern front. Yeah, even in Canada, I've been having the best time with all of my extreme friends. All right, but there yeah. has there has been some concern that the we're actually talking fairly dangerous weather conditions. Record breaking snowfall. Yeah, there's yeah. been a ton of snow. Yeah, imagine all that. Sometimes we're getting eight feet of fresh powder on some of those mountains. Oh, all that's right. but that's amazing oh, yeah. for you, right? Yeah. Oh man, let me tell you about some of my adventures we've had this winter thus far. Okay, okay. let's hear it. Yeah, all right. hear it. We were climbing up to the top of a mountain in the middle of Ontario. Who's yeah. who's we? It was me and my buddy. Jasper Frankenstein. Jasper Frankenstein. Yeah, Sounds Jasper, extreme. Jasper Frankenstein, he was one of my idols. Oh. He was one of the older kids in my high school. Yeah. We both dropped out to live extreme. Okay. We were climbing up a giant mountain with nothing but huskies on our back. We were going to ride down on their bellies. Okay. Okay. Flip the huskies upside down, scratching their bellies while riding down at 180 miles an hour. There's no bigger rush. Okay. Okay. That's that's very this even by extreme standards. This is very oh, unorthodox. This is extreme. All right. So we get to the top of the mountain, and all of a sudden the snow starts gently falling. Right. Then it starts falling very heavy. Turn around. Bam! My buddy Frankenstein is buried under thirty feet of snow. Never recovered the body. Wait. It was like a like a that's flash. A I rode down on those huskies. Double time, double the Huskies, double the fun. I'm sorry, but I'm your, really, your friend I'm, and I'm legendary extreme snow athlete Franklin uh, J- 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 Jasper Franklin. Jasper Frankenstein. I'm, really, I'm, really, I'm really sorry to hear about your you're friend. You're telling us that he's dead. Oh, the only way an extreme guy wants to die is to the extreme. Yeah, Code Red Mountain Dew. Would you say that I'm the really tragedy sad. of the situation is to the extreme? You, you know just... what's a tragedy? The fact that I'm not where I was two weeks ago. Where were you two weeks ago? Uh, two weeks ago, we were flying a helicopter over the North Pole. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Snowy whiteout conditions. Flying out that helicopter using my buddy, Extreme Roddy Rod, as the <laughs> propellers. Extreme Roddy Rod. He Extreme was, Roddy Rod. He was on the propellers of the helicopter? He was on the propellers. We, You know in that movie Teen Wolf? Where they f- surf on the top of a car. Yes. Extreme Roddy Rod was surfing on top of the propellers. That sounds so dangerous. Yeah. That is fucking extreme. That's extreme. Uh, that is the most extreme shit I ever heard. Yeah. He's so good that he could have ended up in Sports Illustrated Kids Edition. Well, Why didn't he? Yeah, I was going to say, did you tell the press about this? This is, this is a remarkable thing. Oh, the press already knew about this. Because the snow was so bad, the helicopter crashed, and he flew face first into an icy puddle, froze over the top of him, and I watched his screaming face trying to break through the ice from underneath as I tried to grapple inside of it and scrape with my fingernails to get him out. I was too late. That oh is, my gosh, wow. I, I didn't know so much tragedy befell you this winter season. I, I strapped on my snowshoes, <laughs> skied on back like a cross-country skier. I gotta say, of all the ways I... Thought Extreme Roddy Rod was going to die. All of them involved the helicopter blade somehow. So that's a Extreme bit of a... Roddy Rod. Rest in peace, brother. Well, yeah. The only way for an extreme person to die is to the extreme. Right, you, Doritos. Just a quick question, though. Are you sure that you're not harboring any sort of 
deep-seated psychological trauma from watching... Speaking of harbors, Maine got a lot of snowfall this year. Shit, yes, they did. Yeah, we cleared off an icy patch, and we decided that we were going to go ice skating, but instead of ice skates, we were going to put machetes on our feet. That could work. Yeah. Oh, me and one of my best, best friends in the world, because he's also my dad. Oh. That's right. He's my dad. What's his name? My dad? I call him Dan. (laughs) That's my dad's name. So Mr. McAllister. No, we just call him Dad. (laughs) Okay, all right. I just call him Dad. Put the machetes on my feet. I learned everything about being extreme from my dad. Okay. Dad. So we got out there. We were putting machetes on our feet and we were skating along. All of a sudden, bam, we saw a giant lobster. Oh, shit. That's right. You know what we did to the giant lobster? We strapped on reins and we rode it like a reindeer with our machetes on our feet. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's right. We got about 10 miles out, still iced over on the ocean. All of a sudden, a little bit of snow started falling. (laughs) Then a little bit more snow started falling. Uh Needless to say, the lobster got a little scared. But it's okay, because we're like, hey, maybe we should head back. And my dad's like, nah, to the extreme. And I'm like, you're right, Dad. We kept on skating out with our machete boots. He got buried under snow that fell out from the sky so fast that all of a sudden 10 feet of snow landed on top of him. He tried to dig his way out, and I could still hear his screaming voice. And I got the lobster. I started hitting him and saying, dig my dad out. I love my dad. And they couldn't dig him out in time. So I slowly saw gurgling. And then uh, the lobster was trying to cut through the snow and slice my dad in half. And then blood started shooting out like a snow volcano and then i was like no you're my dad don't die dad don't die and then i took my machete skates and i skated on back and got some hot cow cow i'm gonna have to reiterate the only way for an extreme sounds like you might have ptsd you watch two of your closest friends and your father die right before your very eyes doing pro skater doing the extreme sports that you love so much i is robbing you of your loved ones i just i i worry that maybe going forward you should maybe take some extra precautions because of the snow you watched your own father get cut in half by a giant lobster that has to have an effect on you Hey, speaking of robbing my innocence, I was hanging out with my buddy Robin the Hood. Robin Hood? Nope, Robin the Hood. Robin Who's the this? Hood. Yeah. This is a friend of yours. This is a friend of mine. This you is, know what he is? He's extreme. He's extreme. <laughs> what did you do with him? Oh, we had a really nice outing, actually. Yeah? Yeah, we decided we were going to do some Christmas shopping. Yeah. So we went over to Michigan, which is a very nice, it's a town called Frankenmuth. Oh, yeah. Frankenmuth is Christmas City. There was beautiful lights everywhere. We went to a nice little trinket shop. I got myself a little wood-carved Santa that I could put on my dashboard. And then I got my mom a we'll-never-forget thing made out of cross-stitch in honor of my dad. Yep. Oh, okay. That's a really sweet We were walking gift. out. I mean, Rob the, Rob in the Hood, he also bought some stuff for his whole family. As we were getting out, he closed the door a little too hard. A giant icicle stabbed him directly through the head and <laughs> went all the way out through his taint. <laughs> That's not funny, Jordan. Sorry. The man is dead. I'm... The only way for an extreme guy to die, though, is to the extreme. extreme. CKY videos! Do, do you understand how maybe the tone that you take at the beginning of these stories is a little inappropriate given the way they end? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
Skinner uh, McAllister, th- thanks for coming on the show. Oh, it's been my pleasure. Yeah. I would, I would love to have you back. Hey, are you but guys? I would love for you to see a therapist first. You're going to use this knife? Uh, yes, we are. Okay. Why don't you just give us the knife back, Skinner? No, uh, just hand us back the knife. There you go. Okay. All right. I got the knife. I <laughs> uh, just, just want to know that you're going to be okay. I'm okay. Extreme. You're extreme, but are you okay? Yeah! You Are you okay to the extreme? Yeah! For you, the listeners of Sports 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 Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another Weird Sportsman! Weird Sportsman. Who's weird today? This week's Weird Sportsman, the San Diego Chicken. The San Diego Chicken? Oh, boy. <laughs> the San Diego Chicken, the Weird Sportsman. Yeah, what what makes him weird, Phil? The San Diego Chickman. Chickman. <laughs> Jesse Chickman. Uh, the San Diego Christ. Chicken, also known as the Famous Chicken, the KGB Chicken, or just the Chicken, <laughs> is an advertising mascot played by Ted Giannoulis. Has it been the same guy this whole time? Yep. I guess his character originated as an animated TV commercial for KGB FM radio in San Diego. Writer, cartoonist, and actor Brian Narelli starred John Carpenter's film Dark Star. Earlier, it wasn't that he was the Soviet spy chicken. It was just a reference to the radio station. Yes. Yeah. Uh, John uh, Brian Narelli, star of uh, John Carpenter's film Dark Star, was working at Odyssey Productions and offered to animate a wacky acrobatic chicken as part of his commercial contract bid. Yeah. So he went on to direct a bunch of commercials and blah, 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 and blah, 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 and blah, 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 The chicken, whose annex entertained steadily larger crowds, moved on to features at concerts and sporting events. Ah, sportsman now. Appearing at more than 520 San Diego Padres games in a row. Yeah, the chicken was there. The chicken also appeared at many San Diego Clippers games before the team moved to Los Angeles. Conflict emerged between KGB Radio and Giannoulis, who's the guy who played him, and uh, the latter was fired on May 3rd, 1979, exactly three years before I was born. A date which shall live in infamy. Yep. KGB would live to regret that decision. That's true. The KGB regrets that decision. <laughs> we should not have fired chicken. Chicken is quite popular with capitalist dogs. Another unnamed employee was hired to don uh, the chicken outfit at a Padres game. Fans, many of whom were aware that Giannoulis was not in the outfit, booed the chicken loudly, <laughs> forcing him off the field. They did not like new chicken. Nope. After a lawsuit was decided to Giannoulis' favor in June of 1979, uh, Giannoulis was allowed to continue to perform in the chicken costume, though not the same as the original costume. Hmm. He took them to court so he could wear the chicken yeah. costume. Yep. And won. This reminds me of like the whole thing with the Gallagher brothers, where they yeah. like legal battle over his act, and they're like, what act? Yeah. 
And his chicken emerged from an egg at the grand hatching, seen by 47,000 people as an introduction to also Sprock Zastura, the theme used in 2001 Space Odyssey. Play. What are you even talking about right now? What? You know, that's where he yeah. emerged. The chicken emerged. People always just say the 2001 theme. and it's... I say also Sprock Fanfare. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Right. That's legit. Yeah. Beginning Interesting. In... The 2001 famous for music by both of the famous Strausses. Johann Strauss wrote the Blue Danube Waltz, and then it's Ricard Strauss who wrote Sports. the... Sports! Sorry. Beginning in 1981, Giannale starred, uh, co-starred on the Saturday morning children's television series, The Baseball Bunch, oh. alongside Johnny oh, Bench and Tommy Lasorda. Oh, that's delightful. The, the, the show was J- Johnny Bench, Tommy, Tommy Lasorda, Lasorda. And, and the San Diego... This was a children's show? None of those people are appropriate for children. Uh, the Emmy Award-winning series ran for five seasons. Holy crap! Yep, and featured the famous chicken as the comic foil to Bench as he attempted to mentor a fictional baseball team of Little League-aged children. In his 1984 <laughs> review of the show, Miami Herald sports writer Bob Rubin praised Giannolis' contribution to the series, writing, The Chicken may be the most fi- gifted physical comic since Curly, Larry, and Moe seconded. Absolutely. Yep. yep. I have trouble believing that. Chicken is great with physical comedy, Joel. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Watch YouTube compilations. Okay. All right. In 1998, owners of Barney the Dinosaur children's character sued Giannolis for copyright and trademark infringement over a sketch in which the chicken engages in a slapstick dance contest against a Barney-like character. That was great. I remember that, too. That's a lot of balls. Barney the Dinosaur going after them? Yeah. Giannullis... Especially when McDonald's has their own big purple guy who eats burgers. Giannullis prevailed in the suit and recovered his attorney's fees based on the court's determination that his sketch was a lawful, legitimate parody. Boom. Lawful, legitimate parody. One of the only ways we can do this show without being sued for slander. That's true. Absolutely. You know, I'm going to cut just to one uh, of the most important uh, things that the chicken did Mm -hmm. uh, later in his career. The chicken appeared at WrestleMania 15 and WrestleMania 2000. Although the costume... There have been 2,000 WrestleManias? Uh, WrestleMania 1,985 WrestleManias after his first WrestleMania appearance. Joel. Oh, I get it. Okay. All right. Although the costume was worn by Pete Rose at WrestleMania 15, during which he was tombstoned by Kane. Yeah. Good. That's what you get for wearing the They they found out later that Pete Rose had actually bet on Kane before the match. Oh. Yeah. So... I know. Pretty pretty unfortunate. Another ugly moment, but And that brings it on to another Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to the close another sports. Sports. Sports Podcast. Before we go, we are gonna bring back Skinnerd McAllister to give you three pieces. Three extreme pieces of contact information. Wow, I'm back. All right. Uh, you can find us on our sponsor, Tsu.co. That's T-S-U dot co slash sports, the number three podcast. They're the only social media site that pays you to post. And if you sign up with us, you get paid some extreme cash along with us. We get a little taste over here. Oh, God, I, I hate to do this. Uh. 
Mr. I'm sorry, Skinner, but uh, we just got a call into the office. Uh, it's news that your mother and your three sisters were all killed in sort of a wild snowmobiling accident. Wild snowmobile? They were, Extreme! They were trying to jump uh, an enclosure of polar bears, and they ran into each other wow. and then fell in and were devoured by the polar bears. Only way no for an extreme person remains. to die is to the extreme! So listen, if you don't think you can finish the contact info, that's, that's You can okay. find us on SoundCloud.com by going to SoundCloud.com slash Sports Number 3 Podcast. While you're there, give us a follow. Extreme! Nobody gets off the mat like Skinner McAllister. There's an emotional wall up right now. Or you can find all of our back episodes at ComedyPodcastNetwork.com. While you're there, make sure to surf that web. Surf it! And also, make sure you make a donation to the McAllister Family Foundation. Uh, Guitar hero! (laughs) Billy, billy, billy! Yeah. Uh, Hey, guys. Oh, hey, Hey, Joel. Joel. You want to go look for some frogs down by the creek? No. Yes. No. Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.